Take a moment to get situated. Please turn off all devices that make noise that might or will distract others. Take this time to get connected to God. Let the craziness of the day drift away and ask God to help you stay focused on the step study tonight. Is everybody ready? If so, let's start the meditation. solution from the big book page 17 the tremendous fact for every one of us is that we have discovered a common solution we have a way out on which we can absolutely agree and upon which we can join in brotherly and harmonious action 
This is the great news this book carries to those who suffer from alcoholism. I've asked James to read Appendix 2, Spiritual Experience. We read this because the main purpose of the 12 steps is to have one, so it's kind of important to know what one is. Hello, I'm James, and I'm a record. <laughs> Am I okay? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm James, and I'm a recovered alcoholic. Spiritual experience. The terms spiritual experience and spiritual awakening are used many times in this book, which upon careful reading shows that the personality change sufficient to bring about recovery from alcoholism has manifested itself among us in many different forms. Yet it is true that our first printing gave many readers the impression that these personality changes or religious experiences must be in the nature of sudden and spectacular upheavals. Happily for everyone, this conclusion is erroneous. In the first few chapters, a number of sudden revolutionary changes are described. Though it was not our intention to create such an impression, many alcoholics have nevertheless concluded that in order to recover, they must acquire an immediate and overwhelming God-consciousness followed at once by a vast change in feeling and outlook. Among our rapidly growing membership of thousands of alcoholics, such transformations, though frequent, are by no means the rule. Most of our experiences are what the psychologist William James calls the educational variety because they develop slowly over a period of time. Quite often, friends of the newcomer are aware of the difference long before he is himself. He finally realizes that he has undergone a profound alteration in his reaction to life, that such a change could hardly have been brought about by himself alone. What often takes place in a few months could seldom have been accomplished by years of self-discipline. With few exceptions, our members find that they have tapped an unsuspected inner resource, which they presently identify with their own conception of a power greater than themselves. Most of us think this awareness of a power greater than ourselves is the essence of spiritual experience. Our more religious members call it God consciousness. Most emphatically, we wish to say that an alcoholic capable of honestly facing his problems in the light of our experience can recover, provided he does not close his mind to all spiritual concepts. He can only be defeated by an attitude of intolerance or belligerent denial. We find that no one need have difficulty with the spirituality of the program. Willingness, honesty, and open-mindedness are the essentials of recovery, but these are indispensable. There is a principle which is a bar against all information, which is proof against all arguments, and which cannot fail to keep a man in everlasting ignorance. That principle is contempt prior to investigation. Herbert Spencer. Thank you. Thank you, James. Um, Please refrain from disturbing others by talking or constantly getting up and sitting back down. This is a tech-free meeting, so set your phones to airplane mode or just turn them off. It's now time to introduce Missy and Marlene. It's been a pleasure hearing these ladies the past few weeks, and I'm excited to hear what they have to say on Step 10. Please help me welcome Missy and Marlene. Thank you. My beloved who, Marlene. <laughs> wow. Woo-hoo. It feels good. It feels really good to be here tonight. We've eased into 10 weeks, nine weeks, whatever it's been, and uh, we've been loving the process for sure. 
We love the room. We love the space. We love the place. We love you. We could do cartwheels right now, but we'll spare you all that. <laughs> uh, but it's interesting because Marlene and I have gotten so much out of this. And like we were saying to Bill and when we walked in, it's like, we don't really know what we're doing for you, <laughs> but we know what we're doing for us okay. and getting the max out of it. So it's it's been awesome. I highly recommend that people do this together, yeah. that people go out searching a partner to sit down and do this work with. It's so fulfilling. And it's just, it's a spiritual sacred gift to be able to review constantly and to learn. We're learning so much and it's just been, it's been a good deal, really good deal. So Mar, since we're sharing our experience, strength and hope with each step as we go through, tell, tell, pray, tell. Pray, tell. Yeah. Marlene Alcoholic, um, step 10. Uh, well, we talked about it the other, yesterday. Um, Step 10 is kind of my spot check um, when I'm disturbed. Uh, I, I go to a, st- a step 10, um, and it's usually resentments or fears um, that, that trigger me. And then, you know, I, I have to look at my part and see, you know, what was my part in it. Um, because step 10 is what, is what keeps me in emotional balance. So... Um, you know, if I if I allow my defects of character, which usually are usually is stemmed in self centered fear, um, if I allow them to creep in, they they just they steal me from from the present moment. They take away my usefulness to my fellow man. Um, so you know, the whole idea of a of of a step ten of, of you know continue to take personal inventory and we were wrong promptly admitted that was just all of it was so foreign um when i came in but in the beginning um once i got to step 10 it was it was something that i used i i've never really struggled with apologizing or taking responsibility for my mistakes but sometimes i don't realize they're mistakes so sometimes i'm not so promptly you know i'm not so prompt um Uh but it's a great tool and and it's an, an essential part if i'm not looking at um you know, six and seven through my 10th step, then I'm not changing. And if I'm not changing, I'm going to probably go back out. Um, so it's a, and, and we shared the other day about how we both kind of had a misunderstanding about 10. You could talk about that, but it's funny. Uh, I know we're not the only ones that confuse them. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is, it, 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 you know, technically it's interesting, right? But, you know, when I sit here and I think about it and you read it through, um, the book, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and what it says, it gives us directions. Mm -hmm. So what directions? Yeah, it gives us directions, people. There are directions in here. And I, of course, do not follow directions. Okay. (laughs) What are directions? I like to break the directions. I like to make my own rules, my own directions, and it would be better my way anyway. Of course. So, you know, the funny thing is, you know, my experience with this was I got sober in 2000 And I had uh, one of my best friends in recovery, and we went to Atlantic City Young People's Meeting. And it was an anniversary meeting. And a lady shared her story, and it was really good because she had long-term sobriety, and she had went back out on a cup of coffee drinking Kahlua. And then by the time I heard her story, she had another number of years. So it was very fascinating for me to hear as a newcomer. And at the end of the meeting in Atlantic City, they did a roll call. They did a uh, sobriety countdown. 
And I, Karen, my BFF was sitting right there. And I was sitting next to her father, a very elderly gentleman, very elderly and a quiet man. And they were doing, you know, who has one year, two years, any over five, 10 years. And I'm sitting there thinking they must all be liars. You know what? And 15 years and 20 years and He's not standing up. And I'm thinking, God almighty, Moses. And uh, finally, they get to 35 years, anything higher than 35 years. This guy had 37 years. And it was, that was, listen, for a newcomer with five minutes of continuous sobriety, that was a long time. And Karen cried, you know, it was a big thing. You know, her dad had 37 years of continuous sobriety, if I remember correctly. And uh, he sat down after the big thing. And I don't know if they gave him a big buck, what they did. They rewarded him some way. And he came back and he he opened his wallet and he pulled out a little card, like a business card. And on one side, it said, upon awakening, you know, this is what we do. And the other side, when we retire at night, this is clear cut directions. He gave them to me with my five minutes and I looked at it. Now I was smart enough to know that it was a directional Mm -hmm. and I thought, well, that's pretty cool. And I had that and I cherished it because it came from the man that had all this sobriety and I wanted what he had. And this is a part of me learning through AA what we do. Mm -hmm. Although I didn't know much, I got the card. And then when it was my one-year anniversary, Karen made me the cards, and I gave out the cards to everybody in the group, and I've continued to do so for years. So you'll get one, obviously, before we leave. But what what did I know, right? Uh, When we awake, I read the card. I would look through it, you know, divorce myself from self-pity, self-seeking motives, and then when I retired, and and of course, I never did anything wrong. <laughs> I look at this at the end of the night when I brush my, I still look at it and say, I never do anything wrong. Brush, brush. And now, you know, I'm sober 20 years. My, you know, hi, family. My name's Isabel. I'm a recovered alcoholic. Just so you know, I am a recovered alcoholic because I do what it says in this book. I, we both do. We're doing it as it says to be done. And, you know, throughout the years, I've heard a lot of people tell me different things. One girl came over to my house and said, I got an app, an app. Whoa. They didn't even have apps when I was getting sober. Probably anything prior to 15 years, they didn't have apps. Spot check inventory app. I thought that was the, yeah. So email it to your sponsor. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going that far. Um, That's extreme. Yeah. That's really extreme. (laughs) But the funny thing was I learned these things. Remember I told you, I learned a lot in the group. Because I didn't go through this book for three years, remember? I had a while till I met Murph. So I had to learn through osmosis. And Ham, he was the, he was the czar on the Sunday uh, Linwood group at 2 o'clock. And he said, throughout the day, when you get in your way, say, thy will be done. Mm-hmm. And I used to say, my will be done. Okay? <laughs> this is the mantra I got into, my will be done, instead of thy will be done. Because we got a mind that lies. I have a mind that lies. I don't know about you. I got a mind that lies. My, li- my mind wants it to do whatever it wants it to do. And if I think that's the right thing, then that's the right thing. But thank God for sponsorship. Because I got myself into a habit, a good habit. And William James talks about that, about habits and forming habits. 
and making habits, and I'm sure you've read books on habits, but my habit was calling my sponsor. My habit was calling my sponsor for waking up in the morning. And Pat, I don't know if you're on there tonight, but if you are, nod your head, because I drove that woman insane. Okay, insane. But I kept calling because I knew I had to be honest with somebody because I was such a big liar. We talked about that, right, in the beginning. And I never wanted to lie to my sponsor. But I still wanted to do my own little thing, my missy thing. Oh, that's okay, right? Or I wouldn't tell her until after the fact. Delayed. Yeah, delayed truthfulness. And I got into this habit of checking in with my sponsor to make sure I was okay. And I still do that. And then, of course, I started doing, you know, I did the Murph thing. And then especially when I met with Mike and finding out these different ways was I think extremely interesting, like we talked about yesterday. And it does clearly define, you know, what are we doing when this is a whole big new adventure for us. Mm-hmm. And there's promises that go with it mm-hmm. when we do the work. We are restored to, to sanity. I don't go out to a wedding thinking I can't wait to get there so I can drink. I don't get to the wedding and think, oh, they're drinking at the bar. Now, I know what I used to do. Mm-hmm. When I, you know what you used to do, right? When you got to a wedding, that was a free booze party. That was a drink it all up as much as you can at the bar party. Right? At least where I'm from. I mean, yeah. you're an alcoholic, you know. This means, whoa, can't wait to get to the party. I go to weddings. I go to th- events. I don't think about that. I have ceased fighting alcohol. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a recovered alcoholic because I don't walk into a place thinking, how much can I get? I don't. I do not think like that today. And some people will say, I have to ask myself questions. We, we talked about this. Well, what's your relationship like with God? God is everything. You know? and, if, and, if, and if I'm not connected to him, then, um, then I'm in Marlene's will and I'm <sighs> stepping on toes and I'm, you know, I'm, it's not good. It's not good. I'm, and, and, and I'm probably triggering all my defects, you know, yeah. when I'm not in relation with God. But when I'm in relation with God, it's the best. You know, it's, it's almost like, uh, I don't know, it, it's that fourth dimension, I guess, that they talk about um, where I'm firing on all pistons and I feel connected to everyone and I'm not sitting in judgment of you. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling less than or greater than. Yeah. Yeah, it's a spiritual gift from God to have that, to know that I can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I can go anywhere and I can do anything. I come from a different place today. I am very grateful for that. And all I've done is to continue to ask to stay sober. And so, you know, and this is important because when you're doing the work, it's important to know that the people that you're working with understand we are at step 10. Continued. This is a maintenance step, right, Marlene? Mm-hmm. So we didn't get just get here because, but we did chop, chop, chop. We are chopping. And I love that because now we can stand on our own two feet. Mm-hmm. We should be able to do that at this point. If you've been following along in Zoom land, hopefully you are standing on your own two feet. Hopefully you are maintaining this gift by doing what we're talking about. This is an applied program. Um, I've spoken throughout the weeks how when I don't want to know something, I don't understand it, right? Oh, what do they mean by that? Why did they say that, Marlene? Continued what? Continued to take, 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 or give, give, give. And it's interesting because I find that the more we put into this, 
continuing to take personal inventory, looking at myself, because the more I look at you, the worse I am. Absolutely. It's a comparison game. And I don't want to play that game. I want to be right about who I am. And my intuition and my heart and my soul and my spirit speaks, not just to me, to you as well. Mm -hmm. So I have to be clear on where I came from. And I always feel like I'm not doing it right. Like I didn't do it the way exactly it said. But we did it. I mean, we did it. And we still do it. Yeah, right. Right. And we're still doing it. So it's like, okay, all right. Um, I, I, I love we should touch on that. We should touch on that clarification. We, are, we both thought that that nightly inventory was step 10, but it's really, it's, it, it is a continuation of 10. It's the spot check is 10 throughout the day at any time. 11 is what we'll be doing next week. Yeah. It gets is, a little wordy in the book, right? It's and it's well, like, it's how can I best serve thee? Like I said in the beginning, thy will be done, not mine. And then when you go to the 12 and 12, and we're working out of both books, right? We're big bookers. We're big bookers. Um, I'm a crunch monkey. I'm loving doing all this. I want to make it crystal clear. I never want to use the big book as a weapon. It's not a weapon. It is a tool. It is a book to be learned, to be studied, to grow from. And we just doing this adventure because this is not our first rodeo. As we said in the beginning, we've done a lot of little things together through the big book, through the big book and through the big book. So, but when we look at right in here, it clearly defines what you were talking about, which I love. Yep. The acid test, Mm -hmm. the emotional hangovers, because life gets lifey, very lifey. Some of you can attest to that. Just like that night I told you I was at ACYP and the lady picked up a drink. She, she had a cup of coffee with Kahlua in it. She relapsed. Just she like relapsed. That is a full-on mother-loving relapse. Don't have anybody tell you anything different because that's a relapse, people. When we take a drink, one drink, one drop, it's a relapse. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. No, you know, I'm celebrating my 15 years again with one birthday candle. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You're still lying. You're still lying. So, you know, we, we, we are the biggest rational liars yeah, yeah. in the world. Ego. So it's like, yeah, our ego wants to tell us, now you're still yeah, sober. So you only sober. took a sip. Uh-uh. Yeah. I know about that sip. <clears throat> but, you know, the emotional hangover, you know, based on the fear, the jealousy, all the character defects. And I loved what you were saying about the re always heard resentments told as resent feelings, Mm -hmm. right? I'm experiencing a wrong over and over. over. It's a, it's a decision to nurse it. Amen. Reliving it. Yeah. Resent. It's just so simple. It's resent back to me. Boom. See that person get out of my face. Mm -hmm. And then I liked what we were talking about because this stuff comes up, right? All the time. And then I see the person. I'm like, mm-mm, <clears throat> They did me wrong. Who, who, who has had people do them wrong? Raise your hand, right? So do you, would you rather be right, remember, or dead? I'd rather, yeah, right. I'm dead right. <laughs> Good for you. Oh, the justifiable resentments. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. So what? Good for you. If you're still pissed off about being right, 
you got a problem. And it clearly defines that because it says it's a spiritual axiom. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what's that? What is a spiritual axiom? I love the spiritual axiom because it allow it, it focuses back on me. Like I'm the problem. And so if I'm the problem, I have a solution. And, and, and then it, it allows me to get out of my, my, what is it? Tailspin. My tailspin. Out of your cray cray. Out of my cray cray. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it's so funny. We were, when we were talking about this, I happened to read this. This was my paragraph to read at the Tuesday night Northfield group. I had about 15 minutes over then. I sat at that table, long table. There had to be 50 people in that room. And I remember Charlie was right across from me. And I read it. It's a spiritual axiom that every time we are disturbed, no matter what the cause, there's something wrong with us. Man, oh man, you want to talk about a crazy lady? I stood up and said, no way. This is not my problem. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be here tonight. Mm. And man, I had a cow. I could not see my part for many years, actually. I still thought it was my husband's fault. My husband, remember him? Remember talking about that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be in AA. Yeah. It's hard to get your brain around that. You know, that no matter what happens to you, you know, it's your part. Like, you're responsible. It's my fault. Right. I did it. It is hard. Very challenging for us. Especially when someone wrongs you. Right. I feel like it's their problem, not mine. We've, and we've probably a lot of us, that's your problem, not mine. But you're in the middle of it. Well, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. That's your problem. It's like, whoa, now what am I going to do? But it's like you said, Marlene, if I have a problem, any problem, no matter what, no matter if you called it, 10 people caused it and I'm in it, then that means we are responsible to be a part or everything involved in the solution of it. Right. So it's like, wow. And that does take a lot of work to continue to do that, to be accountable for my part in something mm-hmm. I feel I didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to do with it. I don't know why that happened. Because that's usually what we say. I, they got a problem. Yeah, they got a pro- operative word. They got a problem. But now I'm pissed off. So I have a problem too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I want to live like that? No. Those are those emotional dry benders. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's that emotional sobriety that they're talking about. That's like so big. Elusive. Like, it can be elusive for sure. You know, and it's like nobody wants to. And they talk about the spot check inventory checking. You know, when I'm disturbed in any way, shape, or form by anyone, I have to look at myself. I have to grow up. This is growing up. This is learning not how to retaliate and holding back on what we think, say, and want to want to say, right? Restraint. Yeah. Discipline. It is. a, And we are what? Undisciplined. We are undisciplined people by nature. We want to tell it like it is. Yeah. So it's like, whoa, do I ever get better? Some days, my, the best thing I can do is just keep my mouth shut, you know? Yeah. Just do no, shut do up. no more harm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the self-control, right? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we're like babies. We want our babas. We want our way. And the other thing that you said when we were talking yesterday is about the resentment really being 
So. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in resentment, even when you're angry, the attention's on you. It's not, it's on me. I'm, I'm being selfish and self-centered when I'm nursing a resentment or I'm upset. It's a, it can be kind of a form of self-pity. Um, and when I look at it that way, it, it's ugly. I don't like that. So it's, it's another motivator to shift, to use the tools to shift out of that. Because when I'm in that state, I'm of no use to anyone. Certainly yeah. myself. Yeah. 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 Self-pity is, is a, it's just corrosive. And that's poor me, poor me. Poor me, another one. Yeah. That's what they used to say. You did me wrong, poor me. Yeah. Poor me, poor me, poor me, another one. That's I don't like thing. you. I don't like him. I don't like the group. I don't like this. I don't like that. I hate those people. Why would I go there? Because I'm a sick and suffering alcoholic. That's why. And I constantly have to remember that. I'm a sick and suffering alcoholic, no matter how good I think I am. <laughs> and that's where that big shotism comes mm-hmm. in. And I got to be really mindful of that. Playing the martyr. Oh, poor me. Nobody. I can't stand those people. Playing we, God. Right. I can't stand Zoom. Zoom people. Are you listening? I can't stand Zoom. I hate it. Wah! 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 I remember so you said, I don't want to know from your mommy. Like, Who is this lady? Right? You know? I'm like, what? But it's the truth. And, and then we go the other way. Mr. Big Shot, tell me, tell me, who do you think you are? <laughs> right? We like that. I love that song. Yeah, you remember that song? Oh, yeah. Katie used to, man. <laughs> but that's how people are. Yeah. And not just alcoholics, everybody. Right. We all got a little big shot. It's like, oh, what do we have to be? Humbled and right-sized. Mm. We're in AA. We're bozos on the bus. Just another bozo. And when I remember that, who I really am, just another bozo on the bus. I don't know anything more than you do. We're just going along with it. Doing the best we can. We don't know who we're helping, who we're not helping, but we know we're helping us. That's how it works. <laughs> That's always the best thing. Yeah. So it's like, okay. And, you know, I, you know, I love people. I love people. Remember when you were drinking how you loved everybody? Mm-hmm. You'd be drinking with, I love you. Now I'm sober. Mm-hmm. I love you. And I hear some of the most wonderful things in Alcoholics Anonymous. And I was talking to Marion, and God bless Marion. And, you know, I guess working at a rehab facility. And uh, the people could be miserable. Mm. And the re- I talked about it, I think, one of the weeks about, come on, people, you're in paradise here. Mm. And this one, she's grouchy, like, Ugh. And I said to Marion, you know, like, God, that lady, she is, is Isabel, she's very sick. I'm like, oh, Mary, you're so compassionate. Yeah. I mean, how compassionate is that? Yeah. Very sick. Yeah. And I'm like, she goes, Peter says what you say, too. And I go, well, that makes me feel good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Peter's not that perfect either. Thank you. Um, but it just made me feel normal. It is progress, yeah. not perfection. Right. But when we do look at other people as they're <laughs> sick, then... You have compassion. Oh, my God. So yeah. much compassion. What does snow say? Picture them in paper slippers. Yeah. But just, or in a hospital gown. Yeah, a hospital just, gown. Just because it cultivates compassion. And, you know, what is God's will for us? Love and serve. Love and serve to be kind and compassionate mm-hmm. while we're staying sober. And I don't want to forget that. Because easily if I look at you and you look pissed off or 
you, I don't know what your story is, but I'm already making up one in my own head that you're a miserable, mean, blah, blah. Right. And I don't know your story, but then people in AA remind me, like, we're sick. Mm -hmm. We are not, we're not a hotbed of mental health, (laughs) right? We've all heard that one. We are not a hotbed of mental health. Uh -uh. And it's like, yeah, thank you. But it also goes on to say that the, you know, the keynotes, the harmony of Mm. not my will, but thine be done. Um, And then it does tell us, you know, when evening comes, you know, there's a balance sheet. We get to look at it. We get to see. And I loved what Mike shared with me when we were doing Crunch Monkeys about in the beginning. And I always like going back to in the beginning, in the beginning, because I don't know much, but I've learned a little bit after 20 years staying sober. And I didn't even know the four absolutes. Mm. So if you're on Zoom, you're on this, you know, we, we originated from somewhere right. and those four absolutes. And I can ask myself, did I come from absolute love? Mm-hmm. Was I coming from a loving space? <clears throat> you know when you're not coming from love because you didn't like that person. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like them. Uh, that's not love. Do I come from a, a place and a space of absolute unselfishness? Am I or am I stingy? I want all I can get. Give it to me. It's mine, not yours. What can you do for me? I don't care about what you want. That's not unselfless. What is it? Unselfishness. (laughs) (laughs) We know what you mean. (laughs) Um, And, you know, absolute purity. Mm -hmm. And that's hard, right? It's Mm. like, well, God, I love them Hershey's chocolate bar. What's pure about that? Total purity. Um, But, you know, am I really coming from a space of purity? Am I really absolutely and totally 100% honest? honest. <laughs> so that's a nice quick inventory. Mm, that is a good one. If you don't know what to do, Beautiful. think of those four absolutes. Google it right now. Because I always have to remind myself. Because I got the big forgetter, instant short memory. I forget. Mm-hmm. I, can, I, I can remember maybe one, maybe two. But I need help. Mm-hmm. I always need help because I cannot remember. And it's like, that's a nice quick inventory, yes. right, to look at. But there's a lot of nice quick inventories mm-hmm. that we can do for ourselves, that we can ask ourselves. And they come from the book. You know, it, it's right here as well. Well, especially when we move on. When we get to 11. Yeah. yeah. But it does say we have a balance sheet before we go to bed. And, you know, are we acting from a good, kind space? Mm-hmm. And, you know, knowing what our intuition is, because otherwise... I really have a tendency to do what I want to do. I always think my idea is better than your idea, right? Like, what color should we pick? What should I wear? Girls love asking. And then we go back to what we wanted we want anyway. anyway. Right? I like this. Thank you. Thank you very much. You just tried on 20 dresses for people. Now, I like, I like, the, I like the one I picked. <laughs> but thank you. Now, this one looks better. It makes you look fat. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It's not your color. Yes, it is. <laughs> so we talk ourselves out of all kinds of crazy stuff. It's like, whoa. But the, the lesson in it all for me is what I do is I, I talk to my sponsor. I run a daily, daily inventory with Pat. I'm always running a buyer, always running a buyer. This is what's going on in my life. This is what's happening. And I know when I'm messing up, how do I know when I'm messing up? Because you're in conflict with others. Usually. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. 
I'm fighting with if, other people. Yeah, something's wrong with me when I'm fighting with others. Or when everybody's annoying me. I know I'm the problem. Yeah. Always. Yeah, we might I'm not be not fighting, ins- but we're annoyed. Right. That, that's like, yeah, it's a nuisance. It's not full-blown... Um, you know, it, it's, it's that subtle one that can, you, you can mask it. Like you're sitting in a meeting and someone shares and it's like, oh, they're sharing again. <laughs> and, 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 and then sometimes you just, you miss the entire share and they might've said something really, really great. But because my mind closes because I'm being selfish and self-centered. That's really what it is. And I'm being judgmental and, you know, judgment is the absence of love. Yeah, sure. amen. So. Amen. Yeah. 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 So it's looking at all of this, you know, and it's not just the bad things, right? I mean, it's yeah. like, I love what it says, you know, right. about, um, and I love that what you shared too about forgiveness being a form of acceptance, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Like finally we get to a place in a space where they're not getting on my nerves anymore. Mm. Why? Because you're accepting who they are as they are. And forgiving, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, yeah, I think most of you know I'm a diabetic, and my machine is just really going. Going off. Can you off. hear it, Marlene? No, I don't hear it. It sounds like a motor. Get your motor running, <laughs> and I'm on a highway. Oh, it's not me. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's unusual because this thing, this thing starts going off. Yeah, it's it's so funny. But you know the, that forgiveness. And forgiveness is so important because we just talked about that last week, Mm. right? When we get to that place, when we get to the hospital and we've done our fifth step and now we've made all those people, you know, we've made the list, we're checking it twice and we go in to to Mm -hmm. really make the amends and we have to come from this space really of forgiveness Mm -hmm. and being able to forgive everyone and everything, Mm -hmm. every situation. And that's challenging. But when we do that, it does bring us to acceptance. Mm-hmm. Brings right? peace. It's like, oh, amen. Amen. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> I must be like, I got songs going through my head. <laughs> <laughs> I got songs going through my head. It's driving me crazy. Uh, but, you know, talking about the, the, the uh, spot check, mm-hmm. learning to spot and admit. And it's probably. Hard to, right. Because you were saying sometimes when we don't know that we've we're in we've done anybody wrong. We yeah. think it's okay. Yeah. Like it's okay for me to be rude. It's okay for me to it's like, no, I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just gonna keep going. And when we get to that place and that space where we can say, Hey, listen. Wow. Yeah. Well, like this whole situation we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we both realize, like, wow, because you had a, a sponsor that pointed it out, like maybe that's your ego. Maybe right. maybe there's a bad motive under a good motive, or not a bad motive, but an ego motive. Um, and, you know, to be truthful about it, what we were talking about is protecting other people. And we, we feel like I need to protect, I need to tell you, and I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know. And that's not in a nice way. It's like, I got my, for lack of better words, panties in a wad. And yeah. it's like, that is not a good place for any of us to be. Mama bear. Yeah. And it's like, put... Pull your big girl panties up. And stay in your own lane. (laughs) Yeah. My own hula hoop. Yeah. My own hula hoop. And trust God that God will take care of it. Because God is really in charge. Yeah. God is the one that's in charge. Not you, not me. And then we finally came to a place where we could forgive. We could go, peace is flowing. (laughs) 
<laughs> After we pissed everybody off. Yeah. So that one wasn't so promptly, but we did it. We're... It took a couple years. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, that's where growth is sometimes slow. Right. Sometimes longer than we want it to be. Sure. But the awareness has been such a great opening. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about heart openers. Yeah. It's like, wow, thank you, God, that I can, that we can both feel like that. That's yeah. a big, I think it's a big thing. It, it was is. big for us. And that's that, you know, character building that mm. I love, you know, and it's like, instead of what's wrong with you, you know, what's, why do you do that? Um, what's wrong with me and why do I do that? Yeah. It's really the question. Bless them. Change, change me. me. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, step 10 has been an interesting continuing to take personal inventory and when we're wrong, promptly admitting it mm-hmm. and being able to, you know, look people in the eye mm-hmm. and really share the truth, admit the truth and take full responsibility. It reminds me a lot, truthfully, of step one, you know, sure. Admit it. We were powerless over alcohol. It's again, it's admitting. It's like, Oh God, why do we have to admit all this? Why? Because I want to be in good favor with God. Mm -hmm. That's why. And it's liberating. It's so freeing. Yeah. It's so freeing when we're able to, to do the work and be able to see and to feel and to know. And it is, you know, it is like our gut, mm. you know, cause our disturbed. Gut, yeah. Yeah. And it knows, it knows. I mean, I'm sure, you know, when you get a little irked, right. Whatever you want to call it, pissed off, irked, mad, upset. Yeah, it's like a dirty windshield. Yeah. Hmm. Right. It's like a dirty windshield. And, and when we clean it up, you can see out of it clearly. Well, you, you know what's so funny using that as a, as a symbol? Because you know how if you drive a different car, you don't really know how to work it fully. You know, the controls and the, where is this and where is that. Windshield wipers. Yeah. So I go to turn all, to clean off the... And it's always the back shield that's getting sprayed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want the front. Where's the front window? It's, it's just a trip. So... It's kind of like what happens in real life. You know, mm. I want to look behind me. I want to look at what they did, ah, not what I did. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's funny. It's, it's, it's a good symbol. Mm-hmm. I go to turn on my windshield wiper. I'm, I'm cleaning off the back one, not the front one. It's like the one that I'm looking at. I want to stay in my hula hoop, mm-hmm. not theirs. Stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. Right? People have so many little different examples of that. But when I'm disturbed, I've got a problem. Yeah. And if I've got a problem, then I'm not being in the solution. And that's what this is truly about, living in the solution. And I think it was Einstein that said the same, the same mind that created the problem. Can't solve it. So it's like I have to rethink. I have to do a mindset shift, you know. And talk and, to someone about it. Counsel. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. We yeah. need all the counseling we can get. And God and AA is a great way to do that. Alcoholics Anonymous and God is a great way to do that. You know, plugging in to the source. Um, Just by listening in, if it's just Zoom, it's a speaker tape, it's a whatever. But I find the best thing is sitting down and doing the the work, you know, with newcomers particularly. Mm -hmm. With newcomers particularly. I can't say enough about that because I know we work a lot with women and newcomers and 
trying to get people into the group, into the bandwagon, um, and showing them what the rewards mm-hmm. of, you know, people say, are you a member in good standing? Yep, we're members in good standing. We participate. We've got our finger on the pulse of mm-hmm. Alcoholics Anonymous and God. We want to make sure that we're plugged in. And the way that we make sure we're plugged in is we're in the book. Mm-hmm. We're in the literature. We participate. And we're, we're playing in this game to live a better life. And we've talked about, you know, the roadmap, the design mm-hmm. for living, and where we've been and how we've learned. And it's, it starts to get deep, and it's exciting. And it is an adventure. It's the adventure of a lifetime. And for those who are new out there that have been following along for 10 weeks, like, man, if nobody's ever told you, and this is another thing that Gene said that gave me the card. He said, if nobody's ever told you, they love you. Mm. I love you. I was like, wow. You know, I, I love it when people say that, you know, if you don't know who God is, let Alcoholics Anonymous mm. show you who God is. Yeah. You know, let alcohol, the love, God is love. Alcoholics Anonymous is love. You know, and if you can't let love yourself, let us love you. You know, all you have to do is follow a few simple requirements, a few simple requirements, <laughs> and they're all in here. And it's like, ah, and this, it's like divinity, really. Hmm. It feels like God speaking to your soul, speaking to your heart, saying, Good job. Wow. Thank you. I'm glad you plugged in tonight. Mm. I'm glad you're serving me. We were saying to Bill in the beginning how, you know, what do you know for nothing? Mm. You know, what what do you want for your nickel? Mm -hmm. Right? What do you want for your nickel? And again, we go back to, we don't really know what we're, how we're affecting anyone else. And does it really matter? Mm -mm. Because we've gotten so much out of it. And that's what true service really is. True service can be extremely unrewarding in ways, and yet in other ways, yeah, fulfilling. Mm. Like, you know, our lives have flourished because we joined Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm. And we've been through the, right, Marlene? The ringer. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. In the rooms, out of the rooms, besides the rooms, (laughs) (laughs) upstairs, downstairs, side door, back door. Mm. And it, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of great adventures. Amen. I mean, I go through my phone. I got one of those new 12 pluses. And I, I only got it because it was 12. 12 steps. All right. Yeah. I'm all into 12. Love, love, <laughs> love, 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 12. So I got the 12. And um, photo uh, albums? Yeah, something? the photo albums come up from my life mm. and our adventures mm. together. We have a lot of fun. Oh, MG. It's, so it's like. God has richly blessed us. A lady named Joan from Atlantic City said, I'm greatly blessed and highly favored. Mm. And we are greatly blessed and highly favored. And we just show up. You know, we get into this. We pick up the book and say, hey, you know, I'll read the book. Read the book, people. <laughs> if, there's, if there's anything you do tonight, call another member and say, hey, do you want to read the book? I can read the book. You want to meet on Sunday? Read the book. It's a great thing to do. It's uplifting. It's positive. It's life-giving. It makes you feel like a million bucks. If you want to feel like you're worth a million bucks, read the big book of Alcoholics <laughs> Anonymous. So, 
Good stuff. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? No, I think it's. I think I think we covered it. It's good. Love step ten. Continue to take personal yeah. inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly. A darn operative word. Promptly. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, ladies. Um, Help me thank Missy and Marlene again. And it is now time for Joey to do the secretary's report. Do you have Joey? Hey, Isabel, could you tell Joey who's going to be doing our next series? Oh, I'm so excited. Is he on the call? Yeah. Is is he on the call? No. Is he here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the next (laughs) series starts April 8th, correct? Confirm. April 4th, I believe. I think it's April eighth, okay, but check. <laughs> okay, yeah. I only know because second April. Second week in April. Right, second week of second Thursday in April. Claude, who was here with me when we did, I don't know, six and seven, I think mm-hmm. it was, and he's, amazing. you know, he's an amazing. He's my boyfriend, and obviously <laughs> I love him, but he's never done anything like this before, so he's really new to this. So it's not like he has any set. He's really going to be speaking from his heart, um, sharing his experience, strength, and hope. So I'm so excited that he's going to make the commitment Mm. to to do this. So, yeah, Claude's going to be doing the... Is it the God and AA series? What is it? The big book series? Alcoholics and God. (laughs) Amen, Claude. Yeah, woohoo. Angel clap. That's awesome. All right. (laughs) No, no, thank you. Yeah, we're... uh, I'm personally very excited for Claude. Great guy. What? Oh, scooting down. Scooting down. All right. Hello, everyone. I am... um, My name is Joey. Okay. That's a good start. My name is Joey, and I am um, a recovered alcoholic. Uh, So thank you. Excited for Claude, and here we go. Um, in keeping with the seventh tradition, which states that every group shall be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions, the baskets are going around. Um, as the baskets go around, never forget, a, um, you can go contribute to um, AA via the interwebs. If you just go to aa.org or your local uh, intergroup website, you have the ability to give online to this amazing um, institution that has given us so many amazing things so please do that (laughs) at this time i've asked um the great faithful beautiful child of god chris to come up and read the recovered statement um we read this here many people um including these ladies refer to themselves as a recovered alcoholic and we're going to have chris tell you a little bit more on why that is thank you thank you for that introduction Hi, I'm Chris. I'm a recovered alcoholic. Recovered. We are not cured of alcoholism. Recovered but not cured? That presents a conflict to some alcoholics. If we were cured, we would be able to drink responsibly. No, we are not cured. The allergic reaction to alcohol will remain with us for our lifetime. But we have been restored to sanity. That was the problem. The main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than in the body. Page 23. 
We are now sane where alcohol is concerned. Consequently, we have recovered. Thank you, Chris. So velvety. Just like... That's right. God flows through that beautiful... Okay. It's going to make it weird again. Sorry about that. Joey can make it weird. All right. Um... Thank you. Um, 1940-style big book sponsorship from the forward of the second edition Alcoholics Anonymous. Of alcoholics who came to AA and really tried, 50% got sober at once and remained that way. 25% sobered up after some relapses, and among the remainder, those who stayed on with AA showed improvement. What we've seen, felt, come to believe, and experience is that God has not changed over time and neither should the sacred approach back to his loving arms. The statistics above suggest a 75-plus percent success rate. Um, at this time, um, I'm going to ask a show of hands of all you recovered alcoholics here in the room and in Zoom land. Beautiful. And na- jazz, jazz hands. Uh, and at, now I will ask... Um, if anyone in the room or in uh, Zoom that needs a sponsor at this time, please raise your hand. And all you recovered alcoholics, you jazz handed, beautiful mother f or I forget. Well, I forget how I was, I was going to do how Isabel did it, and I forgot. And, uh, mother loving, thank you. I'm sorry. How. Uh, all right, doing tax all day. I apologize, everyone. Um, anyway, please, it's important. If you need a sponsor, recovered alcoholics, go over there and reach out and help these folks get back to God, please. Thank you. Oh, we're good. Woo! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Um, we have tonight's sessions in all past... Speaker podcast online for free at alcoholicsandgod.org. Um, I'd like to invite everyone to our Monday night big book study. And let's close the meeting with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day of daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. See you all next Monday.
shining through But when you crying This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. 
Chase, here's that song you've been asking me for for a million years. I finally pulled it out the pulled it out the corners of my mind, and um, here you go. God bless. I love you, Mike Chase. Bye. I think you know this one, don't you? 
Say 